Hello, my loves. Welcome to the Evolving with Ellis podcast. I'm Katie Ellis, your beauty perfectionism, soul evolving coach. My soul's mission is to guide you in evolving beyond beauty perfectionism into soul connection so you can embrace your beauty, feel more than enough, and express yourself freely with bold authenticity. Okay, so welcome, welcome, everybody. I'm Katie Ellis, and this is my first podcast. Mm. <laughs> I'm so excited and a lot of bit nervous. <laughs> I've been having construction going at my house, and I've definitely been using that as a little bit of an excuse to not record this podcast, but I've been wanting to for a really long time now. I just took myself today and was like, you know what, you need to do it. I originally had an idea of having, I guess, look good, feel good vibes. I thought, okay, well, when I record my podcast, I want to look amazing and I want everything to be aligned and right. And really all that was, was just procrastination. So here I am recording this podcast and again, so excited. (laughs) So today this podcast is going to be a little bit lengthy and more so informative because I want to let you guys in on what beauty perfectionism is and my intentions are to give you some awareness on how you can begin evolving and becoming aware yourself of beauty perfectionism. Also, I'm going to be sharing my story with you and how I even stumbled upon evolving with Ellis and beauty perfectionism itself. (laughs) I'm so excited and I feel like I'm going to be so rambly, but I personally love rambly podcast but when I'm actually doing the rambling I feel so insecure self-conscious and like oh no they're gonna like be so disinterested anyways I explained my intentions beforehand so obviously you guys know a little bit of what's to come and um yeah just wait till the end and I will definitely be giving you awareness I think what I want to do with my podcast is well I know what I want to do with my podcast is always always give y'all something to walk away with some like evolving tips basically maybe that's what we'll call it I don't know maybe it'll change we'll see (laughs) but um I don't know if I want to talk to you guys about my story first or beauty perfectionism let's see (laughs) I think my story I think I want to share a little bit first about me and my story with beauty perfectionism and how I even came upon evolving with Ellis so a few years back well more than a few about five to six years ago, I was modeling full-time. And I had never really paid attention to any confidence issues or insecurities about my looks. I knew that I had some insecurities with my looks and I was definitely hard on myself, but it wasn't to an extreme extent five, six years ago. When I started modeling is when it was definitely emphasized, not so much because of the actual industry, like, you know, how you hear stories about agencies telling you to, you know, lose weight or actually some now even telling you to gain weight, get more curvy and all of these things. It wasn't that for me. It was this idea that I created of how I wanted to look, but that's good. I mean, that's good. You can have an idea of how you want to look and everything, but I was like so fixated. I had this idea of beauty that I wanted and it was so... It was so extreme and my attachment to it was so extreme that I became literally sick with wanting to be the best and I constantly 
began comparing myself to other women, which I had never done before. Um, and it wasn't, it was so strange. It's strange to even think about it. It wasn't even like comparison as in me looking at other women saying like, oh, I don't have what they have. It was, it was me looking at them as a reflection of me. And I felt more pressure to become more of what I wanted, that idea of beauty that I had, right? That ideal beauty. There's a difference. I know it sounds the same, but there really is a difference. I was like, I wanted to be with the top models and I wanted to be the best version of myself. It's not like I wanted to be better than them. It's just I wanted to be the best version of myself. Like I said, the attachment that I had to it was so extreme that I was literally beauty sick. I had a sickness. Um, I don't want to go and digress too, too much, Mm, but maybe it's okay. Maybe I should. I don't know. We'll see how we, we'll see how it goes. So basically when I first started having this sickness is, is what I call it. I fixated on my looks all the time. Like there was not one moment that I didn't think about my looks. And sometimes when I would be invited to events, I would turn them down because I had to look the best and if I knew that I wasn't going to look the best then I was not going to have it and I ended up limiting myself so much and it was so restricting I felt like I was consciously aware of being limited but I I couldn't do anything about it it's like I had my arms tied behind my own back you know it was really a struggle for me I constantly was paying attention to all of my flaws. I never, ever, ever felt good enough, ever. And it even got so bad for me that I did to a degree have some body dysmorphia. I remember one specific time actually that pops in my head. I remember this phase that I went through of like not ever feeling clean enough. And I related in my mind, like the association that I had, I related clean to being perfect. And it didn't matter like how much I washed my hair like it was a it was a focus on my hair in this phase, like my hair being clean and pretty and all this stuff. Literally, I would just like wash my hair over and over again in the shower and I would feel it in my hands and I would just be like disgusted with it. So that's like one aspect of the body dysmorphia that I had. Um so and it it just came in different phases. And the more that it happened, the more that it went on. I realized like I need to figure this out because I'm not happy. I had constant anxiety about my looks. Like when people would invite me places, I would be like, oh my God, oh my God, what what do I wear? How do I look? If my makeup messed up and I had to face flaws or I, I like to call it adversity now, I would get so overwhelmed and have like panic attacks and get so frustrated with myself, blame my looks, blame my physical self. It was just a lot. And I've always been spiritual but I was not connected to my spiritual nature at the time, was not connected to my soul at the time. I slowly just tore myself apart. I tore myself apart to the point where I didn't go to modeling gigs. And I even like physically started noticing that all of these feelings of not good enough and thoughts of not being good enough were physically manifesting. Like I saw myself literally looking worse, you know, through my eyes I really changed because that's what I was feeding myself. It was a really tumultuous, overwhelming experience. And I probably could have explained it better, a lot better, but that's just how it came out. So I'm going to keep it at that. Um, 
At the point where I realized that it was time for change is when my spiritual journey began. I started connecting so much with my soul practices. You know, it usually starts out with the yoga, the crystals, all that stuff. (laughs) And I started getting into it and I really started developing a beautiful spiritual philosophy. And I just continued to grow. And I realized that I had deeper passions that I wanted to fulfill. So I began my journey as a life coach, a spiritual life coach more specifically. During that journey, I realized that what I was suffering with, like I couldn't find help anywhere else. I looked, I even researched and took like body dysmorphia classes. That wasn't helping me because nothing felt right. Like nothing was like really hitting the nail for me until I created it myself. That's when Evolving with Ellis was born and beauty perfectionism was ignited and it's been beauty perfectionism helped me evolve it's been a hard journey but a beautiful one at the same time because it helped me come to more of me and more of my truth and this is what I want to share with you guys because it can do the same for you right we have these views of our lives being icky and going through these hard times and it's all bad but all these things are happening for you not to you you know it's happening for you So what is beauty perfectionism? Beauty perfectionism is the inability to be seen vulnerably and accept oneself at any phase short of their ideal beauty or standards of beauty that are valued. So basically, you have this ideal image of beauty that you have created and you refuse to accept anything less than that ideal image. Sometimes this can be like an idea like Like, this idea isn't even a tangible concept. It's just an airy idea. Like, usually we amplify this desire to reach this level of beauty that doesn't even have any real solid features. Or maybe your ideal beauty does have that. But regardless, even if you do reach your ideal beauty, it would never be enough. You wouldn't be able to embrace yourself as beautiful because... You are seeing yourself from this perspective of not enough, not good enough. You've identified with it. I'm going to take a drink of my tea. (laughs) So our ideas of beauty can be created from so many different factors. It could be from observing conventional beauty standards, picking up opinions of others, comparison. There's so many components, but... They're all generally linked as the same. Um, Sometimes most of these factors that have created our desire for beauty actually have nothing to do with beauty. It's like we have this high value of beauty and reaching this ideal beauty. And being that we've created this idea of beauty from a place of lack, like believing we're not good enough, We feel this need to reach all of these standards that will make us beautiful and complete because we think that if we have all of these desired elements and components, then we will be perfect. We will be enough. But when we do this, we just strengthen that belief cycle that we aren't already enough and we continue to see ourselves from that perspective. We basically reiterate to our psyche that we are lacking and we stay in that lack vibration. 
But here, you know, I'm drinking tea right now and I'm taking my sips here and there, but here's the real tea. <laughs> is that even, do people even say that anymore? Like, what's the tea? That's been in my mind. That's been coming up for me a lot. I've been like making posts talking about like, what's the tea? <laughs> Anyways, so here's the real tea, guys. We believe from our human physical experience that we want to look beautiful to perfection, right? But in my opinion, my humble opinion, let me tell you what your soul really wants. Let me tell you what your soul wants. <laughs> our souls just want to feel harmony. We just want to feel harmony. We want a feeling. I've done a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of exploration with the vibration of perfection. And from my experience, feeling both beauty and perfection is not about the external appearance. It's about the alignment of your soul. And when your soul is in alignment, it is a very harmonious, high vibe, joyful type of feeling. It feels perfect. It's the highest possible vibe. It's a connection to divine source. It's like coming back home to you, your truth, your soul. When your external experience, your perspective, your way of living, thinking, all of that, when it's not aligned with the vibration of your soul, you are going to be out of alignment with that feeling. Unfortunately, us as humans, we can definitely be diluted by the illusion of the external and blame our looks for feeling out of alignment. We always do that. You know, like we always look at ourselves and think that our looks are to blame for how we're feeling. But really, it's what we're thinking of ourselves. It's our perspective of ourselves, you know? But we'll go deeper in that along the journey of this podcast. <laughs> this tea is really freaking tart. <laughs> and every time I'm like, I feel like I, I get like a little tickle in my throat. So anyways, speaking of illusion, this is where I want to get deeper on like the inner workings of beauty perfectionism with the intention to like help you relate and understand what's going on when you're actually like caught up in beauty perfectionism. Beauty perfectionism is like a mask you wear that aims towards reaching your idea of beauty to a flawless extent, like fucking pristine, perfect, flawless, flawless, flawless. <laughs> It's basically a facade based on an illusion. The facade being the physical manifestation built from the illusion. It's the way you behave, think, all of the things you do, how you act. And the illusion is like, like I was saying earlier, all of the thoughts, ideas, beliefs, and all of those different factors that create your idea of beauty. Are you with me, guys? Like, is this, is this making sense? I don't know. <laughs> I hope this is making sense. So you're here experiencing this illusion and the mask becomes like a distraction for you that tries to conceal feelings of lack, fears of not good enough, and shame that reside within you, like deep in your subconscious that cause you pain. Simply explained, well, let's just try to put it simple. The mask is trying to protect you. Counterintuitive, I know. But the mask is trying to protect you from those deeper hidden beliefs that you are not enough by making you fixate on the external, like physically improving and striving to reach this flawless idea of beauty so that you don't crumble into this 
lack, you know, this not good enough. But this is a twisted, backwards, egoic error, and it traps your soul in this mask. Like I was saying earlier about my story, like I was feeling trapped and I, I couldn't do anything about it I because I wasn't connected to a more powerful force, you know, my soul. So you become limited by the illusion of beauty, the illusion of self, the illusion of the surface, and you're not in alignment with your truth. This is not to blame ego as the bad guy because ego is an amazing tool for our souls to navigate this physical experience. Ego unknowingly perpetuates this feeling of not good enough by constantly looking for things to improve. It's like enabling those feelings. But how can you improve when you have already told yourself that you aren't enough? So I'm sure you guys know what ego is, but just to do a little recap, ego is your sense of self, simply put. And we need ego to help us navigate our physical existence, like I said. But if we continue this cycle of like this pattern that we're stuck in of I'm not good enough, blaming our looks, striving to improve to a sickly point, um, then we avoid the source of the problem and we stay surface level with our sense of self. We get blocked from centering in a sense of self that is beyond the external. I don't know about you, but just relying on my looks to define me <laughs> and feel worthy is scary as fuck to me. It is scary. And for as long as we stay trapped in this mask, being beauty perfectionist, we will lose our true identities and connection to our souls. And that's basically what a lot of us have done. If you look on social media everywhere, which not dogging on social media, it's amazing. But I feel like we can easily get trapped in the illusion there if we don't seek and conjure the light, you know? <laughs> when your identity is caught in this idea of beauty, you are not going to have a strong sense of self because you're confining your expansiveness, your worth, your entirety to just one thing. One thing. You aren't believing in yourself. You aren't flowing from a place of love and you aren't allowing yourself the freedom to be adaptable to experience all parts of yourself. We need to be able to let ourselves flow and let ourselves make mistakes, let ourselves face adversity. If we were perfect, and I know you guys have heard this before, if we're perfect in doing things exactly how we wanted, we wouldn't even be here. We wouldn't be here because we're here to evolve. So trying to always be the best and fixate on that is not going to help you evolve. Naturally, if you let yourself flow, you will. I'm sorry if this is sounding repetitive, but I find it so important to really help you understand what's going on at a soul level. And I like to even do this for myself. Like I'll go over my own work and like repeat this shit to myself. <laughs> this amazing, beautiful shit to myself. <laughs> if you think your looks aren't good enough, if you feel not good enough, then you're literally limiting your life force energy. Your soul is trapped from coming through with expression because you are in a low vibration that lack vibration, that not good enough vibration. And that doesn't align with your truth and all of your divine potential. Our souls are meant to expand. And if we shame our looks, then we put ourselves in a contracting energy that prevents our soul from doing, <laughs> it just came to my mind. It prevents our soul from doing its thing. <laughs> like all of Mean Girls. Oh, what is his name? I can't even remember. 
Oh, I was trying to think. I, I know his rap, but I can't think of his name. Kevin G. Kevin G. Don't don't. He said, "Don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing." <laughs> oh my god, so annoying. Anyways, so um, your soul it can't expand in that contracting energy at all. But anyways, let's take a nice breath because I want you to be so receptive to receiving this refreshing perspective that I'm about to throw at you. When you connect with your soul, you put on a lens that sees your physical world from the perspective of source, the universe, beauty, harmony, all of it. Then you create more of that from there in your external reality. You see all of your potential and explore it with the belief in your capability because you know you are divinely worthy and so full. You are a creation that can create and you are here to create more of who you truly are. When you are in soul connection, you're able to hold space for all that you feel while, this is like, a, like I was saying earlier, like a, being able to adapt and flow. You're able to like hold that space to hold all that you feel like even good and bad emotions, even, you know, adversity, all of it while flexibly navigating through the experience with love. It's unconditional love. You start to feel delighted by all that you are as you learn about yourself and you feel so appreciative of the vessel that you call your body, your physical self. Most importantly, you embody your soul and define beauty. Like, you define beauty. Isn't that so fucking, like, mm, I never get over it. It's so empowering to me. Like, I define my beauty. And for some of you, this may feel like, ooh, it may sound cringy, and you may be resistant to it. And I know this, and I say this because I once was like this. Like, even when I was creating my content a couple years ago, I was like, ew, no, 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 this can't be it. This cannot be it because... I need to be perfect. Like, it was just that same cycle wanting to repeat itself. But hopefully you open up. And, well, I know you will open up because you are meant to evolve. So you will evolve. Hopefully you can listen to this at at that time that you are ready to evolve. And hopefully it just hits you perfectly and just creates beautiful energetic movement within you. And hopefully, maybe, if you are receptive, it's doing that now. Anyways, I digress. (laughs) So you get to divine beauty and you embrace your divinity and create through your own expression, like that divine expression, rather than letting beauty define you and trap your soul, who you truly are. You know, we see all of these beauty standards and we even create beauty standards ourselves. We have these ideas of beauty And we think that it defines us, but really we are the ones defining all of it. All of it, all of it, all of it. It's amazing to me. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's just all of this stuff has been channeled to me and I never get over it because spirit is constantly helping me learn and grow with it. So every single time I'm just like, yes, it's a constant learning, evolving journey for me. And it always is so beautiful to me when I have deeper revelations with it. Okay, so I know that was a lot. It really doesn't feel like it though. I hope I didn't like just blabber and explain all of it just all at once super quickly and none of it really hit. 
but I hope that it marinades into your being and seasons you with a sparkling feeling of enlightenment. (laughs) But seriously, like I said, I hope it resonates and I hope it does move you. I'm just, I'm, I'm amazed that this is going so fast and I feel, I feel like I've just been talking and I don't know, my nerves have really been kicking in and I hate that I keep on saying it, but I'm going to go ahead and post this anyways. I cannot procrastinate and I cannot prevent myself from just getting this content out. And if I need to make another episode, then fuck it. I will. I know that I'm going to grow and I want you guys to see how I grow so that can also reflect you and your own growth and capability to grow. Anyways, before we go, I want to share a way that you can evolve beyond beauty perfectionism. Just one little tiny evolving tip and It's actually not so tiny because it's the most big foundational one that you need to start at and that's becoming very aware of it and also connecting in with yourself. So essentially, this is going to help you expand past any resistance to change and it's going to kind of open you up to see a broader perspective. So if any of what I have talked about today resonates and aligns with your current life, then I'm sure you're aware that you're not feeling good enough and possibly have an issue with beauty perfectionism but sometimes we consciously experience things from an attached perspective which kind of makes us desensitized like you know how rough you can be with yourself so it's almost like you're just used to it you're so habitual with how you act towards yourself that it's normal so I'm going to give you a little practice just take note of your behavior your habits, thoughts, self-talk, feelings, perfectionist tendencies. Notice how you are blocking yourself or stressing about looks or perfecting or fixating on those flaws. Then I want you to journal about it. I know you may be thinking, blah, at least that's what I used to think, but my journal is my best friend now and I'm in it so many times a day. So trust me, you'll grow past that. Just take the initiative and if you want to make the change, Be consciously conscious, (laughs) be conscious with your decision and begin to journal. Just journal it. Even if you use the notes app of your phone, when you notice yourself like having these thoughts or whatever, grab your phone and just type it in. Like that's what I, that's what I would do to start out before I started journaling or if I was not near my journal, like if I was at the store or something, I literally would do that because I. I just felt that urge and that need and I knew it was going to help me. So I would do it. I would type in notes on my phone, like just for example, just saw a girl and felt insecure. I would do those things. Okay. So make sure that you do that. However, it comes up for you, whatever you're feeling, write it down, note it down. Making this a practice will help you connect with your emotions, get the energy of those feelings out. And it'll also help you recognize your obsessive habits with beauty. Personally, I like to write my journal now from a third-party perspective. So, for example, I'll say, let's see, like, today, Katie was so hard on herself, she felt so disgusted with her physical appearance because she was so focused on her makeup not looking how she wanted. She felt so disappointed in her body because it wouldn't be how she wanted it to be. She even stopped herself from going to an event because she didn't want to be seen as less than. I'll literally talk like I'm viewing myself from another perspective. And that just helps me to shift and see from a different perspective. Then, very important, I want you to seal it with an intention. So after you are done writing everything out, 
everything that you feel, and when you feel comfortable to stop. You can even read it back if you wish. But close your eyes, take a deep breath, and I want you to give yourself some compassion, like a hug or a pat on the back or some maybe some loving words if you have any that you can say to yourself. Just give yourself some compassion. And then I want you to set an intention or seal it with an intention. Like, for example, this is my favorite, favorite one. I hear you, I see you, I feel you. And I add on, I like to add on, I set the intention to grow. I call on my spirit guides to assist me. That alone is so powerful. And you can't discredit it until you actually try it and believe in it and put the good juju vibes into it. And you'll see how much amazing results you get, how much beautiful energy flows back to you from that. Now, obviously, this is my own way that I like, but tailor it to you, switch it up in whatever way feels best for you, or you can just follow it the exact same way. Either way, the point is the exact same, and that is to begin to open up more so that you can make change. So create your awareness with journaling and seal it with that intention, because once you set an intention, you are literally speaking to the universe, and you're letting the universe know that you are ready to create change, and the universe responds immediately. Even if you're not consciously aware of it, it will begin to show you and bring synchronicities in and give little breadcrumbs for you to follow your journey to evolve, right? I want to thank you so much for listening and I'm sorry if this was completely just a totally shitty podcast and if it just felt annoying because I feel it was I really 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 do and as much as I'm big on like being just having all of these you know confident positive thoughts and mindsets I still struggle myself and this is a really big jump for me and I literally just decided to dive in today and just do it I may re-record it I don't know And then again, I may just put it out there vulnerably. Regardless, I appreciate you so, so much for listening. And I would love to hear back from you. So comment and let me know what you think. You can find me on Instagram at Evolving with Ellis and send me a message. You have no idea how much I would love that. Like, oh, my heart would just like, like just soar and just be like, uh, please. Yes. Message me and send me a message on what you think and what you would like to know more of because that's going to help me be able to communicate better and channel better and even get more comfortable because I'm going to get more comfortable with my audience and know like who is listening and I'm going to feel more connected as I talk. You know, it's just going to help me so much more. Um, Yeah, comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you may be practicing beauty perfectionism. I would really love to know that. And again, you can always shoot me a message on Instagram at Evolving with Ellis. And I thank you again so, so much. I can't thank you enough for listening. I'll talk to you later.